The Online Marketing Show. Every day with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money. Hi, welcome to the Online Marketing Show. I'm your host, Joey Bushnell. Today's special guest is the founder of Leadbright, Clay Collins. Clay and the team over at Leadbright have created some amazing tools to help you build your online business, including Leadpages and Leadplayer. Go to leadpages.net forward slash Joseph to find out more. Clay, thank you so much for being with me today. Joseph, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Clay, I'm a big fan of your products. As I mentioned earlier, I have two which I personally use. One is called Lead Pages, which is going to be the topic of today's call. Another one is called Lead Player. I'm sure that a lot of people listening to this call today, they perhaps already own the software or uh, maybe they don't own it, but they're thinking about it or perhaps they've seen everyone else using the software. And there's a very good reason for that because they're awesome tools. So today we're going to be talking about what we can actually do with these tools today, especially lead pages and how it's going to help us to grow our online business. So first of all, Clay, before we begin, can we know a little bit about you and how did you get into online marketing and end up creating software? Wow. Well, how I how I got into online marketing is kind of a, a, a long story with uh, a, a lots of different things that that happened. Um, but maybe we could just cut into uh, how I started uh, uh, creating software because, sure. man, it's it's uh, I could the the how I got started with marketing is kind of a, a lengthy story. But <laughs> uh, but um, so I uh, this is how I got into software uh, back in the day. I was blogging quite a bit and. Uh, I kind of got to the place where, um, although I felt like I had a lot of stuff to say, I kind of got tired of writing lengthy, like 1500 word blog posts. And, um, I, I frankly just got a, a little sick of expressing ideas. I, I would spend a lot of time on these, uh, as, as a blogger blogging about marketing, I would spend a lot of time like crafting, like honing and refining these ideas and putting them into blog posts. And at some point, it just became uh, kind of laborious. I had been doing it for several years. Um, I, you know, had thousands and thousands of subscribers, which is uh, more than some, but less than others. And I, frankly, I just didn't want to do that anymore. And I remember uh, watching Gary Vaynerchuk do his Wine Library TV back when Gary was doing this, and he had this immensely popular wine show. And uh, all he did on every single episode was he would like review three wines, he would taste them, he would say what he thought about them, and then the thing would be over with. Uh, that was basically it. He didn't have to come up with brilliant concepts uh, every time. He didn't have to think about some point and how he was going to make it and sort of set it up for a strategic impact. He just sort of like, you know, grabbed three wines from his wine store, put them down, rolled the tape, and uh, he's very dynamic and stuff. But basically, everything was the same. There wasn't a lot of like forethought. And I was like, I would really like to produce content uh, in a similar manner. I would really like to just be able to just like sit down, review something, and be done with it. Because I think a lot about marketing and conversion. I'd like to just like maybe review some web pages uh, in in every single episode of of my show uh, that I had at the time. And so what I ended up doing was uh, hiring a graphic designer to create. Uh, uh, landing page templates for us because I was like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm basically going to have like a landing page show. And in every single episode, uh, rather than me coming up with some concept or some like rah-rah self-help business advice or like whatever, uh, I'm simply going to look at a landing page. I'm going to uh, talk about how well it converts, why it converts. I'm going to show different instances of that template being used or that landing page being used in different businesses. And then I'm going to make the, the thing available for download. And people love it. Everyone likes something that they can download and put on their computer. Like whether or not they're going to use it, people just love – I don't know why, but for some reason, if you can give something that they can like – someone a file that they can put on their computer, uh, even if they never touch it, they're somehow like they think this is the best thing ever. Uh, so that's what I did. We started creating these landing page templates, and in every single episode of the marketing show, I would just talk about why it works, how it works – 
uh, and then I and then I give the conversion rate on it and show different instances and I let people download it. And what inevitably happened was people uh, started asking for things like they they started saying, well, how do I hook this up to Aweber or how do I publish this to WordPress or uh, how do I uh, post this as to a Facebook tab or how do I modify this this page that you gave to me and um. I started thinking maybe there's a product idea. Actually, at first I was like, holy crap, I'm giving you this thing for free, and now you want me to spend tons of time explaining the intricacies of like how to hook this up for your particular site, and I might not even know your configuration. Like All these people wanted all this help, and I was like, you can't pay me enough to like tediously go through this with every single person. Uh, and But then the light came on. I was like, oh, well, maybe there's a product idea here, and maybe there's a perfect promotional strategy to go with it, right? So – uh, what we decided to do was build lead pages, which is basically a, it's turned into a, an entire conversion platform, but the first version of lead pages was basically just uh, a landing page builder. And, um, and so that's what we released. We pre-sold it. So we, we sold it before it ever even existed. We told people what we were going to make and we offered people the opportunity to buy it before it came out, uh, at a, at a discount. And we made like $40,000 on the pre-sell. And uh, it wasn't a lot for my business at the time. I think that year we had done like $750,000 as a business. Mm-hmm. So like 40 wasn't a ton to do uh, in, a, in a pre-sell given that we were going to do like, you know, uh, three quarters of a million dollars that year. And um, uh, but we pre-sold it. And uh, that's what we did with the first version of lead pages. Basically, you could customize these templates that we had given away. You could integrate them with AWeber, MailChimp, Eye Contact, Constant Contact, like Infusionsoft, Office Autopilot, whatever you wanted to do, and you could uh, customize them. And that was sort of the starting point and uh, the genesis behind lead pages. And to this day, you know, uh, a few times a month, we'll give away a landing page template, and it is 100% free to just download the HTML and the CSS. But if you want it to be mobile responsive, if you want to publish it through WordPress or Facebook, if you want it to, uh, if you want to modify it in certain ways and and get analytics and now split testing, we just added split testing. Uh, you know, if you want to do all these things, then you uh, you need to get the the full lead pages thing. So that's how we started basically. So within lead pages, Clay, there are lots of different types of pages, and they all help us to do different things. There's a marketing goal, if you like, for each page. So we're going to be talking about some of these pages today. You mentioned that a lot of these pages are responsive on mobile, and a lot of these pages can also be used as a Facebook tab. Is that right? Correct. Yeah, I believe now they are uh, all of them. Every single one of them is now uh, fa- uh, mobile responsive and can be used as a Facebook tab. Or you can you can download the file and put it on your server, or you can publish it uh, through to WordFest or Facebook or whatever. However, you, there's a whole bunch of different ways to publish the page once you've created it. And it's super easy, isn't it? I'm a user myself, and I've got no technical knowledge. The word HTML scares the crap out of me, but I don't need to know any of that stuff. It really is just point-and-click simple, isn't it? Yeah, I, you know, I think there's a lot of... I mean, we really tried to create the easiest uh, landing page software, landing page creation software out there, and I think we've done that. You know, there's... Uh, just like any other industry, there's competitors, and um, and we, we love our competitors, you know, like I think everyone pushes each other to do a better job. And I think that uh, the two areas where we absolutely, uh, I believe, dominate our competition uh, are one, uh, ease of use. Uh, someone who's never done anything like this before can uh, log in and within a matter of minutes have a page deployed and um, we'll even host it for you. So if you don't even want to like learn how to like, you know, install a WordPress plugin or in, upload it to your server, FTP or whatever, uh, well, you can just, we'll just, we'll just host it for you. Like we'll just give you an immediate URL after you create the page on our own servers. So I think we don't, you know, I, I know that we dominate on ease of use uh, and we also dominate on conversions. Uh, we have the highest converting pages in the industry. Hands down. We collect uh, average conversion rates uh, on our templates. One of our, Landing page templates um, right now is uh, it, the average conversion rate uh, across our system, right? Like the average conversion rate for this template is 57%, right? Wow. Which is just insane that we have templates where, again, we have people who don't know how to write copy, 
who uh, in our user base who've never done anything like this before and the average conversion rate you know on all kinds of traffic across the entire platform for some of our pages uh is in the 40 to 50% range uh which is like really unheard of people typically find that they will deploy uh our uh our pages out of the box and get an instant uh, anywhere from 2x to 4x increase in in their opt-ins just like just out of the box so, uh, and I, th- I think we've done a good job with that. We've also done a really good job with, uh, with analytics and split testing and, and integrating all of that stuff. But yeah, it's super easy to do. It's, it's not something that you need to, uh, be a, be a genius to do. You don't even have to be, uh, uh technically inclined and it's, there's a, there's almost no learning curve. Um, people, we, we do have extensive, like, help documentation and stuff like that, but people often, just uh, log in and just like you might with an iPad, just kind of play around and figure it out. Um, that's the way it is with lead pages. So it's easy. It's on mobile, Facebook and WordPress. So by now, if anyone hasn't already got lead pages, they should be quite excited. And what we're going to do now is actually go through some of the specific templates and discuss specifically how that type of page can help us in our online business. So the first type of page you have several templates for this same marketing goal, which is a squeeze page or a landing page or an opt-in page, whatever you prefer to call it. You have a selection of squeeze pages on lead pages, which will help us to capture people's name and email or any other information that we might want to collect from people. Do you have any tips for increasing the conversions that we will get from our squeeze pages? Yeah, um... So, you know, the first thing I'd say is just make sure you have a proven template. So, um, I, you know, I know some people, some of the people on this call might have lead pages, other people don't. And I'd say to the people who don't have lead pages, make sure that you have a starting point. You're starting with a page that converts, that, that has a history of that kind of design, uh, converting well. For lead pages customers, uh, know that we, we added the ability for you to sort the landing pages. So you can go to opt-in pages and sort by average conversion rate so that the highest performing, uh, squeeze pages in our system are at the top. Uh, so just make sure that you pick among the highest converting squeeze pages in our system. Uh, some of the tips are, uh, keep the page super, super, super simple. So usually, you know, have a minimum amount of text, state clearly what people get when they opt in, um, and, uh, you know, have the button above the fold, like the call to action button above the fold. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you do have something that people can uh, download after they opt in, uh, use the button text download now. We found that the phrase download now uh, outconverts the phrase free instant access. So a lot of people have been using free instant access, but download now uh, we found works about twice as well. Um, and uh, give something away that has... Uh, Kind of immediate, uh, like immediately perceived value. So a lot of times people give away like, like super conceptual stuff, like you know the four ideas that can boost your business, or like something that's like really kind of like fuzzy and hazy, and like it's impossible to really know what it is. Like, uh, just so many of these opt-in bribe offers or lead magnets or whatever they're called, uh, just really miss the mark. And so what I'd suggest that people do is rather than doing that, which can take you a whole bunch of time to create, uh, what I would encourage you to do is uh, create uh, just a list of resources that, that are applicable to your industry. So, for example, if you taught people how to create good videos, uh, you might give away a resource guide with just like 12 of your favorite video tools. Uh, uh, we tried this actually in our own business. We like I had – man, this kills me. For I had, I've spent like – Three weeks to four weeks before writing like an ebook that people got when they opted in. And I've also spent time creating an entire, uh, like $200 course that we gave away for free when people opted in. And, uh, to this day, what converts better is, um, just a, a list of tools to use. So, um, so, you know, I can go through different examples for different industries. So, like, if you're a real estate agent, you might cut, you might give away 
a uh, a list of the top five uh, types of home loans people should get when they buy a new home. Or if you were a dentist, you could tell people, uh, you know, the top five electric toothbrushes of this year, including the one that you use if you're a dentist. So you'd just sort of list all these resources and give them away as a PDF that people can down after they opt. Uh, after they opt in, uh, if you're a fitness expert, you might give away, uh, uh, you know, a list of the top exercises people should do or the top people actually prefer tools. So if you just said, you know, people have to do exercises. So don't tell people exercise, tell them this is the exercise equipment you need because somehow we think like tools are magic. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, so really, you know, it comes down to the copy that you have, how clear you are, how simple the page is, and also, um, uh, what you're giving away. And, uh, and so I recommend you give away a resource guide that you have like, you know, a few lines of text at most on your opt-in pages or your squeeze pages and just, and use the phrase, the button text, um, uh, uh, download now. Uh, if there is any kind of call to action, if it's not centered, it shouldn't be on the left side. It should be on the right side. We found that things on the right side convert better than calls to action on the left side. So um, I think that's a kind of a good summary of, of uh, where you can start. Any split testing data as to whether video squeeze pages work better than non-video squeeze pages? You know, the problem with video squeeze pages is that the data is the really all over the board. So uh, most people, if they come to a web page, unless you really know what you're doing with video – uh, most people don't want to watch some like five minute or even a three minute video where they have to like consume the entire video before they know whether or not they can opt in. So if you give someone just like a few sentences describing uh, what they're going to get, then you're going to get a higher opt in rate because people are going to be able to tell in a much shorter period of time whether or not they want what you're giving away. So, for example, on one of our squeeze pages, here's all it says. It says free, free report reveals the top five dirt cheap tools I use to create all my videos, including my $80 HD video camera. Enter your email address to get this free report. Uh, and then it just has the button text says download this report. So it's just a few lines of text. Someone can very quickly decide whether or not they want it or not. Uh, and in most cases, this is going to beat out, uh, a, a, you know, having a video on your squeeze page just because, you know, it takes a while to do that. It's harder to split test video and, uh, and, and it's hard to really keep people's attention without you know, high production value and a really good script and quite a bit of experience. So, um, you know, if, if you're just starting out and you don't have a proven history of engaging people with video, I would steer clear of video for your squeeze pages or your opt-in pages. My next question is, sometimes it can be tricky to get your adverts approved on Google AdWords. They can be quite strict sometimes. Does lead pages have anything that can help us with that? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, Google kind of despises, uh, you know, what what some people call squeeze pages. I actually don't like the term squeeze page or even name capture page. It sounds kind of coercive, like you're capturing something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I prefer the term opt-in page, but Google generally doesn't want to let you run ads if all you're going to do is send people to a page where they have to, you know, they get a few lines of text and they have to opt in. So the advice that I gave you previously uh, about what makes a high converting opt-in page, uh, you can disregard that altogether if you're doing, if you're running Google ads. Uh, if you're running Google ads, the rules change uh, primarily because Google has kind of different standards for what you can do. So Google wants to send people to pages that have a lot of text and uh, where it's it's ex- extremely clear what the business is, um, what is going on, what the transaction is going to be like, uh, what people are going to get after they opt in. They, you know, Google generally wants you to have like header links and navigation links uh, on your opt-in pages, and uh, generally to have like uh, page after page after page of information about what's happening. Uh, and you know, while that's not the best for conversions, it's frankly, it's Google can do whatever they want. I mean, it's their platform. So, uh, lead pages, uh, we worked with a guy named, uh, Juan Martitigi from Mind Valley, uh, Hispano, which is a, a, it's a publishing company. It's a digital publishing company. And uh, they do, they get almost all of their, well, I, I, you know what? I don't want to speak for them, but I will say they do a ton of, 
of Google AdWords spend. Um, I, you know, I would estimate that they, you know, that they probably spend at least, uh, you know, and maybe I'm completely wrong here, but based on what I've gathered, that they probably spend around a hundred grand a year. I mean, I'm sorry, a month on, on Google AdWords. And maybe that's completely off, but that's sort of what I've gathered. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so we work with them to create a landing page for, that's like Google AdWords approved. Now, Google won't officially come in and say, we bless this page or this template because they just don't have a program for doing that. But we have used this page uh, in a number of contexts and it consistently gets approved by Google and gets a high quality score. So while there's no, no such thing as a, you know, officially sanctioned Google AdWords landing page, uh, we do have one that has a track record and a history of being approved by Google. So, um, so yeah, we definitely have something for that. So as long as we don't spoil it by making hypey claims and that kind of thing, this is a template that makes the business look official and it shows it in a, in a positive, transparent light. The landing page is the way that Google wants it to look and we have a better chance of succeeding with Google AdWords when we use this kind of a page, yes? Correct, correct. If, you know, if you say a, a whole bunch of crazy nonsense about like, you know, you're going to make a billion dollars in two <laughs> seconds on autopilot and, you know, while drinking Mai Tais at Tahiti or some crazy <laughs> nonsense like that, then, uh, then you're not going to get approved. And, you know, the copy needs to meet their criteria. So mm-hmm. Google doesn't just look at the design. It's not like the design is their, the only thing and they hire reviewers that don't understand English. Uh, so the, the copy needs to be good, uh, but also the, the page matters. And so when it comes to the layout and the design, uh, the, the page works. Cool. Absolutely. Cool. So when someone has opted in, you've then got some pages which can help us to convert people from someone who is just opted in to someone who is now a buyer. We in the marketing world would call this a funnel. And a very cool page that you guys have is the lesson page. So can you let us know a little bit about the lesson page? And how it can help us get more buyers. Yeah, so, uh, we, yeah, we have something called the lesson page and it's basically meant for someone's, uh, autoresponder. So after, uh, someone buys generally, um, or after someone opts in, it's good to have an, a, a series of emails that go out that provide value. And uh, we used to just send people to like blog posts, but we found out that honestly, when you just send someone to a blog post, they don't tend to convert into customers. They tend to kind of get distracted by comments and uh, all kinds of different things. So what we created was something called a lesson page. And a lesson page allows you to deliver a, uh, a series of lessons through your autoresponder after someone opts in and to, uh, and to convert uh, and to use those lessons to generate sales. So on the lesson page, you can post a video. And uh, what we recommend you do is in each of these emails that you send out after someone opts in, you send people to uh, to a page that uh, allows you to teach some kind of lesson. In the lesson, we recommend you um, spend like 75% of the lesson teaching something that is of complete and 100% value in and of itself. And then at the end, uh, mention something that folks would get for free, uh, or I'm sorry, mention something that folks would get uh, if they purchased your thing. So like, let's say you're a health coach. You might spend uh, four minutes out of your five-minute lesson talking about your three favorite superfoods and why you like them and why they're going to give you more energy and help you lose weight if you're looking to do that. Uh, and then in the last minute, you might say uh, – that you have three additional superfoods to tell people about and that uh, if they'd like to create a custom meal plan and diet plan with you, the health coach, then to click the button below to purchase uh, health coaching uh, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, so it allows you to deliver value and then also to tell people what more they'd get if they purchased from you. So the lesson page has a, a variety of elements uh, on it. The first thing it has uh, is a progress bar. So let's say you have a series of, uh, you have a seven part, uh, lesson series that you give people after they opt in. So let's say someone opts in and then every three days they're sent a different lesson. Uh, you could, you could show on the progress bar that they're like, you know, 
that they're at like whatever the percentage would be if they're at like three out of seven. I, I'm bad at the math. So let's say it's a six part series mm-hmm. uh, and they're at part three out of six. It would say that they're 50 percent uh, done with the course. Mm-hmm. And we found that just adding a progress bar uh, increases um, uh, consumption of the content and keeps people opening your emails and keeps people from uh, opting out of your emails. So the human brain doesn't like things that are incomplete. And when you show a progress bar, it very effectively uh, communicates the fact that that they aren't complete. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's really cool in that regard, and, and it kind of encourages people to, to finish up the lesson. And there's a bunch of like other cool things on there. For example, um, you can have a, a delayed buy now button, so you can make sure that the button that allows people to buy whatever you're selling doesn't appear until the very end of your video when you've told people about what you have to sell. So they're keeping an open mind while they're watching all of your content. And then when you say, uh, you know, if you'd like to get more, buy my thing, like when you say that, you can time it so that the button appears right then. Uh, and that tends to double conversion rate. So we found that if you take the very same lesson and put it on a blog post, um, that when you move that, that, that lesson to one of our lesson pages, that it converts three to four times as well, just because of the, the layout of the page and the way it's designed. And so people are getting uh, really, really good results with these lesson pages, and I'm really proud of how they're performing. So as they're going through the lesson pages, like you said, they can buy things, but we might want to have a situation where we want to ask for the sale and we want to be a bit more salesy, basically to have an actual sales page. So what different options do we have for sales pages? And do you have any tips for getting the most sales possible from a page? Uh, yeah, um, yeah, uh, there's a lot of tips there. I mean, one is just kind of like structural. So when you create a, a sales page, it's important that you have a guarantee, uh, it's important that you have bonuses, uh, you know, if you can offer them. Uh, it's important that you, um, that you tell people the outcome that they're going to get if they purchase your thing. Uh, it's important that you, uh, you know, if you, if you can give a, a monthly or some sort of like, um, multi-part pricing where people can pay in multiple payments instead of in one lump sum, that you provide that. So a lot of it is just like kind of, Checking off the boxes, like making sure you have various elements. Um, uh, you know, it's important to give a bullet point list of, of ways people are going to benefit from your product and all this stuff. Uh, it's important also on your sales pages that you have uh, testimonials if you have them. Now, if you're just starting, you might not have testimonials. But a lot of this is just kind of like, you know, do you mention the benefit of the product in the headline? Do you have some sort of like risk reversal or guarantee? Uh, do you, uh, uh, have testimonials, uh, you know, and, and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, to some extent, if you, as long as you just make sure that you have some of these like basic things, uh, you're going to do well. Um, but there are other things as well that, that kind of structurally, uh, increase the conversion rate. We found that yellow buy now buttons outperform, uh, any other color. We found that, uh, if right, uh, below the buy now button, if you have some sort of like 100% money back guarantee seal or at least some sort of seal about your guarantee uh, and some sort of uh, uh, icon that represents that it's a secure checkout, that just by doing that and listing some credit card logos, that can increase conversion rate. So right below the buy now button, you you have icons indicating that you have a money back guarantee uh, and that it's secure checkout and you list all the credit cards that you accept, having those logos there. Uh, really helps. It also helps uh, on a sales page to have multiple, uh, multiple uh, buy like add to cart buttons or buy now buttons. So you know if you give people additional opportunities or additional screen real estate dedicated to the buy now button, that tends to increase conversion rate. Um, we have a number of, t- of uh, uh, sales page templates inside of lead pages. We have uh, what are called uh, video sales letter templates, and those are uh, you know, sales pages that are kind of based primarily around video. Uh, we have, uh, we have some long form sales page templates, which are kind of longer in nature and kind of, kind of the more traditional internet marketing pages. 
Um, and then we have uh, some like more compact sales pages, um, which which are kind of cool. So there's there's a variety of different types of sales pages in inside of lead pages. And, um, you know, we're, we're pleased to say that, uh, again, we're finding that a lot of people are taking their traditional sales pages and moving them over to lead pages and uh, instantly uh, doubling their conversion rates in, in some cases. So we're pleased with how they're performing. Awesome. And when someone says yes to your offer and they click that buy now button, do you have any other types of pages that will help us increase the value of that order? Yeah. So, uh we have something that will allow you to uh, definitely to increase the conversion rate uh, and to increase the, um, I guess, the value of the order. So we have what are called uh, upsell pages, mm-hmm. and upsell pages allow you to offer uh, something something additional when people buy. So if they've signaled intent, if they've signaled buying intent, you can uh, offer them something uh, in addition. So this is kind of like the equivalent of do you want fries with that, right, or mm-hmm. – um, the, the horrible, uh, you know, would you like to supersize this? Like those things are called upsells. And, uh, we have upsell pages that allow you to offer additional things. So I'll just give you an example of good upsells. Uh, if you're selling an audio course, uh, often a good upsell is, uh, is the ebook that goes with it. Or if you're selling an ebook, a good upsell would be like maybe you charge an additional $10 to get an audio recording. Uh, of the book where maybe you hired a voice actor to read off the transcript and make a, an audio recording and maybe it's just digital. If you're selling a digital book, a good upsell might be the physical book. Um, if you're, if you're selling some sort of, uh, training, like let's say you're selling a, a course on how to, oh, I don't know, on how to lose weight. Let's just go with the weight loss. Um, a good upsell might be a service upsell where you uh, offer to do uh, weight loss coaching with people. So, uh, you know, there's a whole bunch of varieties of upsells, and we have upsell pages with lead pages where you can quickly create upsells. We also um, have uh, what are called kind of bonus pages. And the way uh, bonus pages work is they allow you to um, offer some kind of like bonus for people who offer or for people who buy during a specific time period. Mm-hmm. So what we found is that um, actually the majority of people who go to buy something uh, end up abandoning the shopping cart, right? So they, they click on add to cart often just to see what something costs and they end up leaving. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there's something called a sandwich page. Uh, I believe Ryan Dice created that term. Uh, but uh, the sandwich page allows you to say, hey, thanks for, you know, some, let's say someone clicks on add to cart. You can show someone a video where you say, hey, for everyone who purchased in the next 24 hours, and you can have a countdown timer going on there or whatever, for, for everyone who purchases before the countdown timer gets to zero, um, you know, you're going to get this bonus when you buy today or something like that. And what that does is it just decreases shopping cart and abandonment. And in a lot of cases, you can even uh, perhaps double your conversion rate. So uh, there's a whole bunch of benefits to to doing this. So we definitely have uh, just, again, out-of-the-box, like quick templates that you can create um, for doing these kinds of things. Very cool. So with the upsell page, for example, maybe the initial product that they bought was $50, but then you upsold them something, and that was $100. So now, instead of just spending $50 with you, they're now spending $150 with you. That's the idea there. And also, the bonus pages with the scarcity element, it kind of gives them that nudge that they need to take action, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, it, it really does. So, I mean, you know, what we found is that a lot of people, when they're buying ads, let's say you buy ads, and here's sort of the math behind an upsell. Uh, if you are spending, a lot of times people might spend $50 in order to make a $100 sale. So then maybe they spend $50 in ad spend or $75 in ad spend to, uh, to make a $100 sale. So the profit is $25. Uh, well, if you can add an upsell to what you're selling that only costs $25, like let's say, you know, let's say you sell a course and, and it's a $100 course and for an extra $25 in the upsell, they can get a series of worksheets that help them with the course. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if you can make that additional $25 sale, like let's say it costs $75 in ads to get the sale, you profit $25. And if you can add a $25 upsell, you've just doubled uh, your profit, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's very uh, logical and, and it's a smart thing to do from a, from a math point of view and from a, just kind of a pure business sense point of view. Okay, so my next question was, how can we use lead pages to get more people on our webinars? Yeah, so we're really, really um, super proud of our webinar registration pages. We have, uh, hands down, the highest converting uh, webinar registration pages in the industry. Like, uh, In fact, our webinar registration pages uh, to date uh, have not lost a split test. Um, no one's come to me and been, been like, yeah, I've beaten the opt-in rate on your webinar registration pages. Cool. So uh, we're really proud of how well they're doing. A number of them are converting uh, in the, you know, the 40 to 50 percent range on average, right? That means like it includes everyone on an entire platform who's using the page. And um, I would advise everyone, literally everyone to do webinars. Like even if you never, ever, ever make a single sale from someone who comes to your webinar, like even if you never make a single sell from a webinar, and even if nobody ever attends your webinars, you should still do them for the simple fact that webinars build your list like nothing else. Um, webinar registration pages are hands down the highest converting pages uh, on lead pages. So they're just a, an amazing and fantastic way to grow your list. And so I would encourage everyone, like, even if you don't even know what you're going to say on the webinar, do a webinar simply to build your list. Even if, you know, even if you don't plan on selling anything on the webinar, even if you don't know what you're going to say yet, do it simply to to grow your list. And um, with lead pages, we, you know, it does some special things. One of the things lead pages does is it allows you to um, let people opt into your list and uh, sign up for your webinar platform. So if you're using GoToWebinar and let's say MailChimp or AWeber, you can make it so that when someone opts into your webinar registration page, uh, they are not only added to the webinar uh, platform. So they're not only registered with GoToWebinar, but they're registered with MailChimp or AWeber. So you can follow up with your uh, with your marketing uh, after you're done. So. Uh, so it's, 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 it's really cool. And, uh, and, and we're super proud and pumped about the very real results that, uh, people are getting with, with lead pages. Clay, in the past with GoToWebinar, if you wanted to keep the leads after the webinar is done, you've got to export to a CSV file and put it in your autoresponder manually. But lead pages removes that issue, doesn't it? It absolutely does. Yeah. It, it, it makes it so that you, uh, you know, you can get people onto your webinars and you can market to them afterwards without having to do a bunch of complicated importing and exporting. So does it need GoToWebinar for this type of page to work or are there any other options when it comes to the webinar software that we use? Um, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of autoresponders, um, you know, handle their own uh, registrations. So, uh, in terms of just formal webinar registration integrations, mm-hmm. the only one we support is GoToWebinar. But mm-hmm. frankly, it's by far the leader, and it's the most stable yeah. platform. So, we've used a number of other options, and so have our customers. And we've all found that GoToWebinar is really the most uh, the most robust platform. Um, now, that said, if you don't want to use GoToWebinar, you can still use our webinar registration pages. Um, but but you'll have to find other ways to get people on the webinar. So sometimes on the thank you page, you can at, you can encourage people to register with your webinar system. Um, you can also uh, you know use the webinar registration page and add people to Aweber or Mailchimp or whatever you're using. Uh, and if you want to use like maybe a Google Plus Hangout, then we've got pages for hosting your Google Plus Hangout and uh, making those Hangouts convert well for you. So um, so if you're not using a webinar registration system, you know, you can certainly use whatever you might otherwise use to host an event like Spreecast or if you've got some kind of, uh, you know, something like Instant Teleseminar, which allows you to do telephone-based seminars or Google Hangouts. That stuff all works uh, 
primarily because it doesn't require an integration in order for you to set that up. It just kind of works out of the box without an integration. Great. And after the webinar, how can lead pages help us to sell more when we're sending out the replay after the event? Oh, you're asking great questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> you've obviously used the product. Yes. So, um, <clears throat> so one thing that you're going to want to do after a webinar is provide a replay of the webinar. Uh, not everyone can attend the webinar that you do and not everyone can attend it at the specific time that you're offering it. And so it is wise of you to uh, record the webinar and to make it available to people who did not attend the original webinar. And so inside of Lead Pages, we have uh, webinar uh, replay templates. And what that allows you to do is uh, create a page that plays the original webinar and it has, uh, and it has a buy now button in it and you can make that buy now button appear at the time of the webinar where you're pitching something. So let's say you do an hour and a half webinar and the first, oh, hour and 15 minutes, you're just teaching and providing value. And in the last 15 minutes, you're, uh, you're selling your product. You're offering your product to people. Well, you can make it so that the buy now button doesn't appear until an hour and 15 minutes uh, into your webinar. Um, so the buy now button is synced with the pitch in your webinar. And again, we found that in many cases that doubles your conversion rate. So, um, so it does that. It also has a countdown timer on the webinar replay page, which counts down until the time that your webinar is no longer going to be available. So what we found is that if you just say, hey, here's the webinar replay page, then most people aren't going to watch it. They're just going to be like, oh, cool, I have the link, and I can watch this anytime that I want to. And whenever someone thinks that they can do something anytime they want to, that usually means that they're never going to do it. Mm -hmm. So what we've placed on the webinar uh, replay page is a countdown timer that counts down into the until the time when the webinar will no longer be available um, to, to, to be watched. And that's kind of cool because it, again, drives, uh, it creates a little scarcity that drives consumption of the webinar and that in turns, uh, and that in turn increases your sales. So it's kind of a win, win, win. Awesome. And because of the registration page, we now have all of those leads on our autoresponder and we can easily send out that replay to the people who couldn't make it. It's all done for you. The webinar registration page converts higher than any other webinar registration page anyway. It's all automated and synced up with your autoresponder. Then after we can send that replay to people, it's timed, it has a buy now button, and it's just pretty awesome. Clay, it's quite an amazing thing. We couldn't do all of this stuff very easily before lead pages came out. You mentioned earlier that you have a live streaming page and Google Hangout pages where we can do things like Google Hangouts or other kinds of live stream. What are the features of those pages and how can that help us improve the quality of our live streaming events? Yeah, so um, what we've provided on the live streaming page is uh, a comment section. So a lot of times people watch a Google Hangout or some kind of live stream and you don't want to use the commenting system that comes with uh, Google Google Hangouts on air uh, and you don't want to use the live streaming or the, the comment system that comes with live stream or some of these other or use stream or some of these other services because uh, because those commenting systems don't allow for moderation. And a lot of times when you're whenever you're doing a webinar, uh, when you get to that the part of the webinar where you sell something at the end, let's say you've spent an hour and 15 minutes just giving pure value. And at the very end, you offer something for sale to people who might be potentially interested. Um a lot of times there's just like haters that come on. Um, not a lot, but the, just it only takes one or two people to spoil it for everyone else. Mm -hmm. And uh, what you can do is uh, you can use uh, a proprietary commenting system that allows you to moderate the comments so that you're still using Google Hangouts or Ustream or, or Livestream.com, but the comments are coming through a third-party uh, commenting system that's free. Um, that allows you to moderate those comments so that you can make sure that only people who are being respectful and kind and nice to each other um, uh, see the, you know, um, only those comments are published. Uh, we also have a countdown timer uh, 
on that page uh, with a buy now button. So a lot of times on a webinar, people will offer bonuses to uh, to people who purchase before the webinar is over with, right? So to create scarcity uh, around the webinar and to drive up consumption, they will give they will incentivize people who take action on that webinar. And um, just kind of to increase the conversion rate, um, there is a countdown timer on the live stream page that counts down until the time that the bonuses are no longer available and it has an add to cart button. So someone can click on add to cart during your uh, live stream event. So they see a timer that is counting down until well, the bonuses go away. There's an add to cart button. They can click that add to cart button and they can purchase your product during your Google Hangout or Ustream event or whatever. And so that also increases conversion rates. Awesome. How can we use lead pages if we run a podcast, Clay? <laughs> you are really asking all the great questions. Um, <clears throat> this is cool. So uh, we actually have in lead pages, <clears throat> we have a, um, a podcast page. And what it is, is it's a, uh, a page designed from the ground up to increase your ranking in uh, in the podcast directory, in, in the iTunes podcast directory. So the way the iTunes podcast directory works is it, uh, is it ranks podcasts based on the number of subscribers and subscriptions that the podcast gets, but also on the number of reviews that the podcast has received. And so we created a landing page that you can send people to that uh, that uh, where that allows you to give something away. Let's say it's a free report or some sort of like downloadable thing. Um, so you can give something away in exchange for people subscribing to the podcast and leaving a review. So the landing page has step one uh, to get this free report or whatever. Uh, subscribe to our podcast. Step two, um, leave a review of our podcast. Uh, and step three, click this button to download the free report. And uh, it works incredibly well. Uh, someone used this the other day and uh, wrote this into us. They said, uh, they said with a podcast template with an ex- exciting promo video and targeted advertising, this literally took our podcast to number one in iTunes while I was sleeping. People keep on asking us how we did it, and I scream lead pages. Um, so this is this is having a substantial effect on iTunes ranking. And again, this person got a number one iTunes ranking using this landing page template. So if you run a podcast, it's a must have. What about those who are using YouTube for their marketing clay? Do you have a page on lead pages that will help people promote their YouTube channel and even increase the rankings on their videos? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it's important to understand how each platform on the internet um, decides to rank things. And so, you know, we just established that with iTunes, podcasts are ranked based on subscriber count and number of your and number of reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, in iTunes, uh, ranking is driven by a number of things, but two of the top things are the number of subscribers that you have, uh, and also the number of comments left on the video. And so, we also have a landing page that allows someone to download something. After they've one subscribed to your YouTube channel and two uh, left a comment on the video that you want to rank, so they have to subscribe to your channel, leave a comment, then they enter their email address and they can download the free thing that you're giving away. And uh, this can have a profound effect on the rankings of your YouTube videos. Very cool. So there's an incentive to get involved and leave a comment when potentially otherwise they may have just left the video without making one. Correct, correct. Another page you have on lead pages allows us to do market research and build our list at the same time. Can you tell us a little bit more about that page? Yeah, so uh, actually, uh, (laughs) I want to be uh, absolutely honest here. So the the thing about the the – it's called the Survey Squeeze page, Mm -hmm. and um, it is – it's incredibly effective. Uh, What it allows you to do is uh, ask people a series of questions – and uh, or it, it allows you to ask one question and people can leave. It's like multiple choice. So someone can decide what their answer is. And then after you've after they've answered that question, 
uh, it allows people to opt in. And um, the truth of the matter is right now our system is not actually collecting the results of the survey, but we're making this available because it just has a huge increase on conversion rate when you get someone to fill out a survey. So, for example, uh, if you were uh, – like let's say you are a health coach and you do weight loss coaching and consulting. You could say – uh, you know, what are the re- which what is the main reason you want to lose weight? And someone could choose one of the following um, because I want to feel sexy, uh, because I want to have more energy, uh, because I want uh, because I want more uh, dating options. Uh, and, you know, the last one, because I want to uh, fit my old jeans or something like that. And um, what we found is that if someone completes if someone uh answers one of these questions that they are much more likely to opt in uh on the next page after you've said thanks for letting us know please opt in to get our free report on how to uh rapidly increase your weight loss or whatever and it, it increases conversion rate because you you get people to actually think about why they want to do something and so when they're in this pattern of responding and filling out the survey and contemplating the reason why they want this outcome, then it increases desire and uh, increases the likelihood that they're going to uh, result – that they're going to convert on that opt-in offer. So um, we will very shortly be allowing you to actually collect the results of the survey, but right now we don't actually – uh, allow you to see the results of the survey. Nobody sees the results of the survey. just kind of like the data disappears. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does get you an amazing conversion rate, which is why we did it. There's another page which I really like, which is the About Me page. What can we use the About Me page for? Yeah, you know, uh, the About Me page was something that we created uh, simply because we saw uh, the need for it among a lot of people. So it's, it, it might not be something that you use in your business per se, but a lot mm-hmm. of people own, oh, their name.com or their name.net or something like that. And they need to have a little bio on the internet that they own. So, you know, you might have a bio on LinkedIn or you might have a bio on uh, Facebook or, you know, a number of different places. But at the end of the day, you need your own web property that's branded around you. And the About Me page allows you to say something about yourself, where you live, what you do, uh, and provide some links to, to some of your social media properties like Facebook, Twitter, Google, uh, Google Plus, uh, LinkedIn, etc. And say a little bit about yourself and have a call to action uh, at the end. So it's, it's just a beautiful, simple page that allows people to tell their story. And, uh, you know, among other things. So it's, it's, it's a cool little page and, uh, a lot of people like it and use it. Um, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't have a strong, um, sort of like traditional marketing purpose, like driving sales or increasing lead generation or opt-ins. But, uh, but it's a lot, it's something that a lot of people use and, uh, enjoy and benefit from. So during the call then, Clay, we've discussed 12 types of pages that lead pages can help us with. So I'm just very quickly going to recap. We've got squeeze pages or opt-in pages, and there's a variety of those. So that's page number one. We've got the Google AdWords-friendly landing page. That's number two. The lesson page is number three. We have sales pages, and again, there are a variety of sales pages. That's number four. We have upsell pages. That's number five. We have a variety of webinar registration pages. That's number six. Number seven, we have webinar replay pages. Number eight, live streaming and Google Hangout pages. Number nine is podcast pages. Number 10, YouTube pages. Number 11, survey squeeze pages. And finally, number 12, about me pages. So it's a pretty awesome software and there are more pages, aren't there, Claire? I've only picked my favorites for the interview today, but there are more types of pages within lead pages. Yeah, right now we we offer about 60 landing page templates and we're adding more uh, templates every single week. So um, there's there's not only more on the platform right now, but there's more being added on a regular basis. Cool. So where can we get this, Clay? I'm sure anyone that doesn't already have lead pages must be absolutely chomping at the bit right now. Anyone who is a serious online marketer really needs lead pages. So where can they go to get it? 
Sure. Um, well, you know what? I, I, I'm since I'm an analytics guy and I like to track everything. Uh, I'd like to uh, track the visitors that we get from this interview. So if you go to leadpages.net forward slash Joseph, then that'll allow me to uh, to track everyone who who uh, who comes from this interview. Um, likewise, if uh, if Joseph has a uh, a link. Below this interview, whether it's uh, a video or uh, or an audio player, or if it's in YouTube or wherever it is, uh, hopefully he'll put a link somewhere, mm-hmm. and uh, it'll be uh, leadpages.net forward slash Joseph, and uh, that allows us to track everything. So um, uh, that's where people can get more about Lead Pages. Also, we have a really cool blog that's at blog.leadpages.net, and you can find out a lot more of us from there as well. Cool. Thank you. We didn't talk about one of your other tools, which I'm also a fan of, which is Lead Player. Can you quickly give us a little bit of information about Lead Player and what's it going to help us to do? Yeah, um, Lead Player allows you to add um, opt-ins uh, or, or opt-in uh, boxes and calls to action to your videos. So uh, let's say you're a video blogger. Uh, you might want to, at the end of every single video, uh, have a little call to action within that video area, uh, allowing people to opt in to download oh, uh, maybe a transcript of the video or something like that. Or uh, you might at the end of every video want to throw up a link in the video area in- encouraging people to go to one of your landing pages where they can opt in to get uh, a free course or you might want to at the end of all your videos send people to – uh, to your sales page. So what lead pay, or what lead player allows you to do is uh, place uh, calls, uh, place opt-in boxes either at the beginning of your video, somewhere in the middle of the video, at a time that you specify, uh, and at the end of the video if you want. And you can also place uh, call to action buttons at the beginning of the video, sometime in the middle of the video, and at the end of the video uh, if you wish. And you can even do um, you can also create what's called like an opt-in gate. So you might want to uh, at the – like let's say you, again, are a video blogger. You might want to, after the intro to every single video, uh, require people to opt in in order to watch the remainder of the video. So let's say uh, I had a uh, – this is something that I actually did. This is a practical case. Um, I had something called the marketing show, mm-hmm. and um, in one of the marketing shows, we show people how to create – uh, a um, how to create a logo in like 20 seconds. And so in that episode of the marketing show, I said, hello everyone and welcome to this and welcome to the marketing show. In this episode, I'm going to teach you how to create a logo in 15 seconds. That's what you have to look forward to in this episode of the marketing show. And then boom, right then once, once I said that's what you have to look forward to in this episode of the marketing show, that's when the opt-in box appears and uh, encourages people to opt in in order to watch the remainder. Uh, now, you can add a skip this step option so that people can uh, opt in uh, or so that people can continue watching without opting in. So it doesn't require them to opt in. It only encourages them to. Uh, so that's another option as well. So what we typically did uh, when I was video blogging like this is we'd have an opt-in box right after the intro that tells people what they're going to get in that episode. We'd have an opt-in box with a skip the step button so that they can continue watching without opting in if they want to. Uh, so we'd have that opt-in thing uh, right after the intro. And then at the end, we'd have a call to action uh, encouraging people to uh, click the link to uh, get on our list and subscribe to our newsletter. Now, what's really cool about Lead Player is that you can set uh, global opt-ins and global call-to-action uh, settings. So let's say that on a given day, uh, at the end of all your videos, it says, you know, click this link to download my free report on how to do better marketing or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you could make it so that uh, across all your videos, uh, that message changes on a given day. So uh, let's say you're doing a webinar that day. You can make it so that at the end of all your videos, you encourage people, instead of encouraging them to opt into your newsletter, you can send them to your webinar registration page so that even if someone uh, finds you on Google and goes to a video that you published years ago, when they get to the end of that video, they can click the link and that will send them to um, that will send them to the webinar that you're doing that day. So you can do this kind of like 
global, uh, you know, global uh, setting of, of options and and uh, and and stuff across the the player and across your entire site. So it's kind of cool in that regards, and that's what we use it for. Brilliant, and we can integrate this with lead pages as well. If we're using a video on lead pages, we can use lead player to be the video. Uh, correct. Yep. Yeah. Um, you can with with lead uh, with lead uh, player and with lead pages. Or I'm sorry, with lead pages, you can use lead pages or landing page software in conjunction with any video software or tool, including lead pages. But it also supports like. YouTube, Wistia, Vimeo, Easy Video Player, JW Player, Flow Player, like literally anything uh, mm-hmm. it will work with. There's not like a single video solution that it won't work with. And where can we get Lead Player if we're interested as well, Clay? Yep, that's at leadplayer.com. So Lead Pages is at leadpages.net forward slash Joseph, just so I can track it. Uh-huh. Uh, and Lead Player is at leadplayer.com. Well, that's the end of today's show. Thank you for joining us. Don't hesitate to go and get lead pages. Go to leadpages.net forward slash Joseph. You'll be so glad that you did. It's going to be a great investment for your online business. Clay, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show with me today. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity. I'm always excited to talk about conversion and marketing. And uh, it was an absolute joy and uh, pleasure. And thanks to everyone for, uh, for listening and tuning in. The Online Marketing Show. Every day with Joseph Bushnell, helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money.